we have one of our favorite guests. It's Chuck the Tank Banks. And uh, we didn't know this, but Chuck the Tank is a prolific writer. Uh, he has 12 books in the can, and he has just uh, put out a number 13. Uh, welcome to the program, Chuck. Hey, I appreciate you having me on. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's normally talking all about football, but 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 tonight we get to dive into the the strange uh, uh, mind of Chuck Banks. Isn't that, isn't that awesome? It is. I always like to explore Chuck Banks' mind. That's uh, I built the whole podcast on that. <laughs> well, uh, you know, I I will tell you that um, you know I I do have this quote. Uh, on the back of the book uh, that, that was written by a, a friend of mine that I allowed to read the book, and and he's read all he's read all thirteen, believe it or not. Uh, but he says Charles Banks has done it again. Truly inspirational and captivating. I could not put this book down as it helped me inherently as a person. And you know what what I wanted to do is I wanted to do something a little bit different because you know in, in, in today's day and age, uh, you know, like uh, like a grown man, you know, I'm I'm 50 years old, uh, you know, to be able to uh, come to that realization that sometimes we all hit rock bottom and sometimes uh, we're going to face anxiety and and it, it, it's one of those things where if uh, if if we can open up with the ability just to reach out and ask for help. Uh, I, I think I, I think it could change, uh, you know, the the whole game plan of, uh, of of what it means to age in society, and that's really what the life of an overthinker is about. Um, I, I do, you know, and and I'm super excited to share that uh, with with all of our listeners out there because uh, you know, it's so, sometimes you you only see the the, the hardened coach or or the, uh, the the coach that you know has a lot of. Uh, you know, uh, you know, great feelings, and, and and you only see them, you know, from that particular role. But uh, but but it, but it's always good, I think, uh, in, in today's day and age, Dave, to to, to open up and, and and share your mind, and and uh, if you can make the world a better place, even for one person, man, uh, you you you've done a great thing. Well, uh, what is the name of the book, and how can we get a copy of it? Okay, uh, it's uh, it's called the life of an overthinker. Uh, you can get a copy. You can uh, you can email me uh, coachingcultureinathletics at gmail .com. You can follow me on Facebook, Chuck Banks, uh, on Twitter at CCA Culture. You can shoot me a message, and I'll get you a signed copy. I'm selling them for twenty dollars, and all the proceeds are going to go uh, towards a tombstone for my father-in-law that uh, unfortunately uh, did not have the cash uh, to to do that. Um, you can also get it on Amazon, but uh, but I always uh, always on Amazon I always uh, yank up the price so so you can buy from uh, you know me personally, which, uh, which which I get a little bit better cut when it comes to that. Well, uh, um, I am typically not an overthinker. I'm gonna give you an example of something that I recently did that uh, maybe if I'd have thought about it, I wouldn't have said yes to this. But uh, I was asked to do a little play by play for soccer, you know. And uh, I, I never did any play-by-play until -play last year during the, the baseball season. And uh, I found I was pretty good at it. You know, I was really confident, uh, carried through the basketball season. Uh, had a lot of people listening to, to the way I was calling games. But then uh, a few hours before I started to call the, the first soccer game, I realized I had never watched a game of soccer in my life and had no idea. Uh, uh, so that would, doesn't sound like something that you would just have jumped into with both feet the way I did. 
No, you, you, you know, it's one of those things where uh, I, I would be thinking all the pros and cons. Uh, am I going to mispronunciate, uh, you know, <laughs> one of the players' names and things like that? Um, I, I, I would have to I would have to think about it, have a script and, and kind of roll with it. But, you know, what, what's funny is, is that, uh, you know, I, I you know, Coach Doherty and I do a podcast together. We've done one for several years and. You know, uh, it, uh, I, I, I can fly by the seat of my pants on a podcast, but when it comes to, you know, the details, like like walking in and, and, and announcing a soccer game, man, I, I'd be a little bit nervous when it, when it came to that. Yeah, well, I don't know. I got through it. Uh, it seemed like I was as good as anybody else because only one other guy does it. So, uh, and he might have been a little better than me, but still puts me in the top two. Oh, oh, a hundred percent. And, you know, it, uh, you, you probably had a little bit of that, uh, Peyton and Eli Manning type stuff, right? Yeah. I'm just, uh, <laughs> uh, just wing it, you know? Uh, but, uh, I, I just try to do it with a smile on my face. Uh, I've never been that afraid to fail or that afraid to look foolish. Uh, but what, what is, what goes through a person's mind that does overthink? Walk me a little bit through that process. I know a lot of people that do it, but I totally don't understand it. Sure, sure. You know, it uh, overthinking comes from stress and anxiety. Uh, those are the, uh, the the two main culprits when it comes to overthinking. And, uh, as, you know, I, I always uh, look at it from this vantage because this, uh, this makes sense to me. But in order to find the problem, you got to look at it like an onion. Okay, so, so I have this onion here. On the outside, it might look good, but it might be rotten, you know, in, in the middle or vice versa. And, you know, the, so, so overthinking, basically, what it means is, is that uh, for whatever reason, you've, you've had experiences in your life where you've, uh, where you've had excess stress or anxiety uh, that, that, that's, uh, that's caused an issue or something like that. So kind of, I, I wouldn't call it PTSD because I don't have PTSD, but, but I've always, I've always uh, been a people pleaser in my life. And, and that's something that has changed because I've, I've had the ability to look at, uh, and look at the core of the issues that were going on in my personal life. And I was able to basically shift out of that. And, and, and I have to, I have to throw this out there. The only, the only things that really saved me, you know, when, when I was hitting rock bottom, you know, was, uh, was my family and God and, and my good friend, Derek Doherty. I, I, I got to throw that out there because, you know, I, I, I went through some stuff, you know, th this past year, you know, you, you, you go through a, uh, a whirlwind of emotions and, you know, you, you, you think that you're, you're, you're reaching the pinnacle. You think that you're making progress. And then for whatever reason, uh, you know, as an overthinker, you, you, you think, man, what have I done? You know, you're, you're reliving the experience almost a thousand miles an hour in your brain and your brain never shuts off you dream about this crap and and for whatever reason for whatever reason you know as an overthinker you're always looking to the past you're always looking into the future and you're not focusing in on the present and i think that's uh that that's the real key indicator is is that if we can live in the present man it can change who you are and and truthfully you know i i i thank god every day that uh that, that he allows me to put all my issues on the doorstep and and live in the present and and since then 
man, you know, things are going really well for me. I got another book out. You know, I'm, I'm going to work for an amazing staff and an amazing guy by the name of Derek Doherty. And, and I'm going to teach in Fort Madison. And, and it's kind of reinvigorated my soul a little bit. And this book has definitely helped me get to that, uh, to solve that issue. I, I, I hope that made some sense. I, I, I know that uh, sometimes overthinkers, uh, you know, kind of go around the question, but it, but uh, ultimately at the end of the day, it's uh, it's stress and anxiety, and you have to yet you, you can't live in the past, you can't live in the future, you got to live in the now. So, are there techniques in the books to identify when you're overthinking? And was there a breakthrough moment uh, for you uh, that you found some success in in dealing with this problem? Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's uh, it is the. The techniques that, uh, that that are within the book are basically, you know, my past life's experiences, and basically that's that's really the the only expert that I can be is 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 I can share some of my experiences. I can share some, you know. Obviously, I have a ton of degrees and things like that. But uh, but but ultimately, at the end of the day, it's about my experiences and how I was able to overcome, as well as you know, there there's a plethora of information on the internet. Uh, I, I think the biggest thing, the biggest breakthrough is, is that is if you if you're suffering stress and anxiety and you're overthinking all the time, if you're able to reach out and get help and, and, and talk about it uh, with uh, whether it's a colleague or whether it's uh, someone else uh, in the medical field, uh, it, 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 it can change things. And, and ultimately, at the end of the day, uh, it, it, it's a it's a long path. Uh, but, uh, but, but I was able to do that, uh, for the simple fact is, is I had a great, uh, support group, you know, my, my, my friends, my, uh, my family, but, but ultimately I, I give all the glory to God to be able to, to focus in and, and, and basically be able to balance, you know, not, not only my, uh, my, my life here, but, uh, but my soul life as well. Well, uh, I would contribute, uh, my Christian faith to my stability and peacefulness uh ability to to accept life for what it is and uh uh i try to get the uh every day is a sandwich between two beautiful uh, events a sunrise and a sunset and uh here in iowa we get some of the best uh how has your faith uh uh fit into your life to make things better uh and to uh compartmentalize some of your problems you know, you know, and, and I talk about this in the book as well, but, uh, you know, at, at a young age, I, I was saved back in 1989 at a, at, at a Southern Baptist uh, church. And, and I can still remember that, man. It was like it was like a out-of-body experience, uh, you know, having Jesus Christ come to you. But, uh, but you know, it, it, it's been a super struggle, you know, through the years, you know, whether it's coping with, uh, with the death of my father, my mother, my mother-in-law. And, and, and things like that. But, uh, but, but, to ha but to truly, I, I embrace him every day. Uh, I'll, I'll pray in the morning before I go to work, man, Jesus, you know, allow me to have a better day. And then right before I go to sleep, I do the same thing. And I pray for my entire family. And you know what, you know, what's super amazing is, uh, is my oldest daughter for a while. What wasn't, uh, what wasn't communicating with me. And, and that was one, one of the issues that deal with along with uh you know uh being asked to you know or being asked to you know resign in my football which which was my ultimate dream but at the end of the day man uh the the more i pray the the more i balance my life around him uh the the better things are turning out and and, and that's that 
that's exciting. It's also exciting to be around individual, uh, you know, like-minded individuals. Yeah. Uh, and my faith, it just guides my day. You know what I mean? And I just, you know, in, in the morning I pray and ask God to keep my family safe and bring them home safe, you know, and it happens every day. And I'm rejoice every time it happens. But uh, I just have this, I don't know, zeitgeist or whatever, this this belief that good things are going to happen to me. And then uh, what what do you know? Chuck Banks calls me, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just one. Uh, I always thought that there's a movie Paul Newman made that said somebody up there likes me, you know? And uh, uh, I've always believed I was that guy that somebody up there liked, you know? It just I've got a beautiful wife and wonderful kids and and good friends and uh, a, a podcast that's growing and uh, uh, we're putting something out that's different. You know, it's, it's not like uh, it's just uh, you, you wouldn't think it'd be di- just not filling it full of lies, you know, like all yeah. the other media just seems to be one lie after another after another, you know, and you don't think just telling the truth would be something special, but uh, uh, it sure Brings a lot of people, doesn't it? Oh, hundred percent. You know, there, there, there's so many. I mean, if you look at the media, the internet, uh, all that sort of stuff. I mean, it, uh, it, it controls your life, and 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 I have that in my book as well. You know, where where's, you know, we're we're constantly comparing each other. We're constantly looking for thumbs up or hearts, and 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 we got to get past that in in life. We 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 have to we have to look at uh, we. Have, Basically, we have to understand that uh, you know that that life and and God is bigger and and our His plan for us is is much bigger than we realize. And sometimes we get rattled, you know. Uh, some sometimes He He shakes us and, and and points us in the right direction. And you know, uh, right right now, I feel like I'm headed in the right direction, and, and it's super exciting. It just feels great when you feel like you're you're doing the the right thing and going in the right direction. Uh, now, you're also a reverend as well as a football coach and author, are you not? Yes, yes. I, I have actually married two couples. You know what? I'm two for two. Uh, they, they, they've both been married for over two years. So uh, right now I'm two for two. They're still together and all that sort of stuff. I, I, I do do uh, a podcast called uh, Depressed, which uh, which talks about kind of faith-based uh, guidelines on, you know what I mean, basically how to – uh, how, how to understand who we are and what we're going through, you know, through scripture. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it, it I, I, I know it sounds cliche, uh, where, where they, you know, where someone says, uh, you're Jack of all trades, master of none. And I think that's garbage because we're all masters of ourselves. And, 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 and as soon as we, uh, figure that out, man, life, life, life is truly golden. But yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm also an ordained minister. Well, it seems like it keeps you pretty busy over there. Uh, but, uh, um, well, uh, the book, uh, how, how many chapters is it? Uh, how long did it take you to write? And uh, uh, what did you learn from writing your first book to your 13th? Well, you know, it's uh, the the book itself is, is is a fairly easy read. It's 117 pages, and it took about a year to write this one. And uh, and and I think it's some of my best work that I've ever put out. To be honest with you, I, I've written books that are three, four hundred pages. And you know what? Uh, probably three people have read that. You know, from cover to end. But uh, but but this particular book, I'm I, I'm really proud of and. 
and you know to to be able to step out and and raise a little money for my father-in-law's tombstone that's that's exciting now the 13th book believe it or not it was one of the hardest books to finish uh, you know, I, I, I've, I've written a book in, in, in as, uh, in as quick as six months uh, to nine months, but this one took a while. And, uh, and, and I think, uh, I think, you know, when you look at editing and things like that, that's just who you are, but my writing style has always been very similar. It's like sitting around a dinner table and us having a conversation. And uh, one, one of my students, uh, Shane Barnhart, I'll give him a shout out. He was also uh, offensive tackle for me this past year on the football team. He says when, when he's reading this book, he's like he's mesmerized because he's hearing my voice. And it's like uh, it's like I'm talking to him, uh, you know, right right at the desk, uh, which is pretty awesome. It's it's definitely, uh, you know, somewhat different uh, than, than, than some of the other uh, genres that, I, that I've written in the past. But, uh, you know, it's uh, it, it, it's exciting because I, I'm passionate about it. I'm passionate about uh, making a difference uh, in the lives of others. And I'm also passionate about giving credit where credit's due. And, uh, you know, in the book, I actually give uh, I give a lot of credit to Coach Doherty because uh, all the conversations that we had in the past 13, 14, 15 months, uh, you know, with the stresses that are involved as a head football coach, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it, it's it's been great. Well, uh, walk me through the other books that you wrote. Absolutely. Um, you know, <laughs> there, there might be people out there that kind of laugh, but, uh, but, but it is what it is, right? Uh, because, uh, you know, it, Paranormal Experiences, Death, the Final Frontier, I, I wrote in 2014. Um, it, it, it began as a book uh, to talk about basically being able to cope with my father's death, but it also uh, discusses some of the experiences uh, that, that I experienced as a kid. And, and later as a younger adult, um, I, I've written, uh, let's see here, it looks, it looks like nine out of 13 books are all paranormal related. Um, some of them talk, uh, you know, I, I wrote the Midwest Paranormal Road Trip back in 2017. It talks about the 13 most haunted places in Iowa. Uh, I, I wrote about peering into the void, the shift of consciousness. And then I wrote a book that I was super proud of back in 2019, which was the meaning of truth being born again. And that kind of talks about, you know, my fostering relationship with God and things like that. Midwest Paranormal Road Trip 2 came out in 2019. And then I wrote something a little bit different. It's called The Mad Culture Present in Athletics back in 2019 as well. I, I released like five books in 19, which, uh, you know, it's, it's crazy to even think about that. But the Mad Culture President in Athletics, I was pretty proud of. And it talks about the lawnmower parent, the snowblower parent, and the uh, helicopter parent. That, that one was pr pretty fun. I wrote a book uh, in 2020 called Hell Comes Home. It, uh, it, it talks about, you know, some of the cases that, uh, that, that I've investigated over the years, uh, paranormal-wise. Then I forgot about uh, my book back in 2016. It was called Around the Dinner Table, Religion and Politics, The Butthurt Saga. That one was kind of fun to write because I was predicting, you know, who was going to become president. And lo and behold, uh, he became president of the United States back in 2016. That, I, I would probably like to read that book. Uh, uh, my partner, John, uh, is also an author. Uh, he's up to one book, uh, which is one more book than I've written. And uh, uh, But... Uh, uh, I think it's a tremendous accomplishment. Uh, there's a, another side to you. Uh, 
that people can can find out about. But it sounds like this is the first book that was uh, well, maybe the 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 book about your faith. But this was a book that was a little bit uh, inner inward looking, uh, a look yeah. at your own life. Uh, uh, I kind of did. Uh, um, I do something for Lynn every year, you know, uh, and this year, every day on Facebook, I released a picture of me growing up doing something different, you know, and I enjoyed that look back at my life, you know, back at my life when I was young and a teenager and, and a young man getting married and, and having kids and a little bit through the life. Uh, was you, did you have a good retrospective of, of your life a little bit uh, after you, you uh, got done with this book? Yeah, yeah, and and you know what's what's awesome about this particular book is it allowed me to overcome, you know, obstacles that was keeping me from you know having a a, a you know to, to understand basically to be able to smack myself in the face and understand that you know life's pretty good. You know, I I, I have the the most beautiful wife as a soulmate that I've been married to you know almost twenty eight years. I have three great children that are doing awesome things, and I have three great. I have three grandchildren that are uh, that, that are out there that are doing great things, and and not to mention you know all my friends and confidants, and not to mention you know my players. You know, uh, I, I've got uh, four or five players that are head football coaches right now. So I some sometimes sometimes you have to realize that uh, that uh, you got to get rid of some of that big ego stuff, and and uh, but but ultimately at the end of the day you have to look inwardly. And if you're having issues, man, with stress and anxiety, and you're overthinking, man, you, you you have to you have to reconfigure what's going on in your brain, and and ask for help if you need it. Well, uh, I have really enjoyed this talk. Uh, uh, you've got a, a plethora of of books. Uh, you've been at it for years. Uh, how satisfied are you with this last one? Oh man, uh, you know, I, I I would say that it's probably the best thing that I've ever written. And, and, and I've written some pretty good stuff in my opinion, I guess, but that's, that's me inwardly. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I think, uh, I think this has the, the ability to change lives, uh, you know, for the better. And, uh, and, and that's, that's truly, that's truly my staple in life is, is I want to make something better than, than, than when I found it. And that's ultimately what, uh, what, what this overthinking, I think, uh, you know, it, it led to that benefit of, you know, having a better life personally. And, and if I can throw that out there and foster that type of uh, ability to another person, another human being, man, that's what I'm going to do. All right. Well, we've been talking to Chuck the Tank Banks, uh, football coach extraordinaire and author on the side. One more time, tell our listeners, how can we get a hold of these books? You got a website or or uh, they just got to uh, uh, knock on your door? How do we get a hold of one of these? <laughs> well, you can email me, coachingcultureandathletics at gmail.com. You can follow me on Facebook, Chuck Banks, uh, on Twitter at CCA Culture. Uh, I, I don't have a website per se, but if you type in Charles Banks, author on Amazon, uh, all the books will be on there as well. All right. Well, Chuck. Uh, you're going to play Burlington the first game of the year. Uh, the last two years uh, it was split. Uh, Burlington won their, their home game. Last year, Fort Madison won their home game. And the whole uh, season came down to that one game. Whoever that one game went to the playoffs and the other one went home. Uh, 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 how can we – you're going to start off the season with, with that uh, magnitude of a game. Uh uh, what are you thinking about this first game with Burlington? 
Well, you know, it's it's one of those things where, you know, you know that they're going to be ground and pound probably, um, you know, uh, you know, coming from that triple uh, option um, you know, flex bone look. And what, what, what I hope to bring to the table is I hope to bring to the table, the, the ability to, uh, to shut that down. And, uh, you know, that, that's definitely something that I'll, I'll be working with, uh, the, the defensive coordinator, uh, Travis, uh, Cullen there at Fort Madison. And, uh, and, and I'm hoping to, to, to help this organization and coach Doherty do great things. But I tell you what, it's, it's tough when, when you hit that very first game with that kind of rivalry status, and what's happened the last two years, it's uh, it, it's, it's going to be a barn burner. And, and if you look at the schedule this year, man, it's tough. But but man, what 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 Coach Doherty's doing in that weight room and what he's doing and fostering the lives of these kids is extraordinary. Well, I couldn't let you go without asking one football question, I guess. Hundred uh, percent. Well, thanks for being with Coach. Is there anything we didn't get to talk about uh, that you needed to talk about to get people more excited about this book than maybe they already are? Well, you know, uh, again, you know, check this book out. Uh, you know, uh, all of the uh, proceeds are going to go towards uh, putting a tombstone up for my father-in-law. And then I, I, I'm also, you know, if, uh, you know, we, we do take uh, donations for that as well. But uh, I'm hoping that this book can change your life, the life of an overthinker. Well, thanks for being with us. Chuck Banks, the life of an overthinker. Uh, and, uh, uh, a greyhound uh, uh, bleeder, I guess, would be the way to describe that. Uh, hound dog, baby. Yeah, he's you. You, you cut his wrist, and this hound—it just sounds like a hound dog howling. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for being with us, Coach. Absolutely. God bless.